Welcome everyone to the Daily Coffee. Today is Thursday, October 31st, Halloween. I am your co-host Carter Laren and I'm joined by a very bad evil witch today. Bad Mamma Jamma Carrie Smith. Doesn't this look spooky? It does. Do you have a are you, you have just, a witch's brew in front of you? I do. No, this is just the this little ring light that sometimes helps because I have bad lighting here. So but it looked kind of creepy then I put it anyway. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> um are you are you do I loved your Halloween outfits in previous years. Are you doing anything? Oh, we it shall it remains to be seen, Carter. I'll be seeing you later for deprogrammed. Oh, I see. You know, on a, the big reveal, you're waiting for the big <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay then. Um, what are you doing? Nothing. I don't look, I you know what? I know people have said Carter never smiles, which is mostly true, uh, although my daughter will argue with you. But it's not true. I just uh I'm not I'm not into Halloween. I mean, like, I don't care. It's fine. I don't like have anything against Halloween. I just don't care. So I wore black. You don't like dressing up? I, I don't I just don't I'm not into frivolity. I know that sounds <laughs> like you sound very boring, but I just, <laughs> so why not? I'm already a white guy. I'm as scary as you can get. So uh, what else yes. do I do? I just I wore black for you. You can I don't know. One of my friends asked online, I was like, I can't remember his exact phrasing, but basically, what would be the scariest thing I could dress as to scare the woke? Yeah. That wasn't his word. I forget what words he used, but I, was, I said the truth. <laughs> How do you dress as the truth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my answer to that was, I could just be myself. And that's yeah. the end. Um. But yeah, I, I guess I look a little bit more like an evil version of myself. I'm wearing all black. So there you go. My daughter said I should have some orange somewhere, but I don't. Yeah. Carter, okay, frivolity in moderation is very good for the soul. I'm, I'm not against it. I just like, and I do, you know, it's not that I don't have entertainment and fun. I do, uh, but I just, I've never been, I'm not a party goer. I'm just not into, I'm not, not into frivolity. I'll be silly with my, my daughter a little bit because she's a kid but yeah uh you know in fact i wanted to she's katniss uh for halloween this year oh cool i really looked for i didn't want to make a costume because i have a life but (laughs) uh i just have too much going on but i really looked for a pita costume like pita bread so that i could kind of compliment her that is really clever that's what I thought. As soon as you said Peter, I was thinking he means pita bread. <laughs> yeah, I did. I wanted to walk around as pita bread with her, but I did not. I failed as a father. So I will walk around and, I don't know, probably just wearing this. Anyway, enough Halloween talk. There's some really scary stuff going on in the world, Carrie. Trump tweeted yeah. a picture of a dog, first of all, and I'm shocked and appalled. And it, <laughs> do you know that it was doctored? It was a doctored photo. Now, first of all, tell me what this dog did, because that itself is a story. Because this I is don't a- even know. I mean, all I know is I think he chased the the guy, the terrorist dude whose name I don't Al blah 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 something I don't even remember. This is this is how up I am on on news. He chased the the terrorist dude, um, into I guess into a house or wherever where they killed him, right? What's the guy's yes. name? 
Can you tell? Can um, I- here it is. I'm looking at an article about it right here. Meet the very good dog who chased a cowardly terrorist to his death. This is in The Federalist. Um, President Trump tweeted a photo of a very good dog on Monday afternoon, a key member of the special forces operation in Syria that took out Islamic State Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Now you're going to see Baghdadi. Thank you. You're going to see my appearance. I don't know how to pronounce this name. What? Say it again. Al-Baghdadi. Al-Baghdadi. Okay. I wanted to say Al-Baghdad, but that sounds racist and horrible because Baghdad is just a city. And it's just, I'm adding Al in front of the city. But it is Al-Baghdadi. That doesn't is- sound racist to me. Uh, how, how, I, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Abu so. Bakr Al-Baghdadi. Anyway, so the dog chased the dude and they killed him. Yeah, uh, a German shepherd who chased al-Baghdadi down, to, down a tunnel to his death. The name of the dog is still classified information, but Trump declassified a photo of the four-legged hero. And so, do you have a picture of the dog you want to put up? I do. Okay. There's the so, photo. There's the dog. There's Trump's tweet. We have declassified a picture of the wonderful dog, name not declassified. <laughs> that did such a great job in capturing and killing the leader of ISIS, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. So that's the picture of the dog. And then later, for anybody who haven't, hasn't seen this yet, he put up another picture of the dog. And it's obviously photoshopped if you look at it next to that one, because it's a picture. It's the same picture of the dog, but it's with Trump putting a medal on the dog from behind it. And, and that picture of Trump putting the medal is from another photo where he was giving this medal to someone else. Well, and thing, even if you don't look at the original picture. This is the most obvious Photoshop job ever. And it has, and it says real daily wire underneath it. Like the daily wire Photoshopped this and did it as a joke. Yes. And so he tweeted that. And of course it's not a real picture. And of course it says daily wire at the bottom. And what did the media do? <laughs> what did, they what did, did they what do? the media did? Oh, it's a Photoshop. He, he, it's a doctor photo. Trump, 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 doctor photo. Doctor photo. Doctor photo. Fake news. That's what they did. <laughs> God, Carrie, they're so stupid. I don't even know. <laughs> I like. They think the liberal elite is so. They are so in love with the smell of their own farts. They they think they're so smart and that they're so above everyone, and yet. The average person looks at that tweet and go, the average uneducated person looks at that tweet and goes, ha Photoshop, that's funny, Trump. And they don't get the joke. They're that dumb or they think you're that dumb. It's just, I, I love that he did that. And frankly, I'm not even sure, even though that other one was on the 28th, he, he tweeted out first, name not declassified. I think that he's just joking there also. Like, I think he's intentionally being humorous. Like, here's like, yeah, that's probably is the dog. Here's a picture of the dog declassified name, not declassified. I mean, maybe it's also just kind of sounds funny. Like Trump jokes. Yeah, Cause it's, cause it's a dog. So it's kind of silly. And the, the, the funny thing is that I saw people making like like a cost Jim Acosta posted it was like it's not a real photo it's Photoshop and people were like wow Jim Acosta like what if the media what if you so called journalists actually spent as much time investigating real news like what if you spent as much time investigating who murdered Jeffrey Epstein well look at this here now this 
Trump shares fake pic of him awarding a dog. <laughs> like, look, you people on the left, or even you people in the center who follow these mainstream outlets and think that when you watch a now this video, you're getting some sort of intelligent information about the world. That's them. This is what this is what you're getting. Idiocy, absolute retardation personified. That's what this is. CNN breaking news. Trump released a photo that was <laughs> like it's ju it's just they're all I, I I don't even I feel like we're living in bizarro world where only insane people are in charge of the media and we're all supposed to like nod and be like yeah that that makes totally total sense Acosta thank thanks for your reporting. I don't know. Well, I do like it though. I look one of the one of the good things about Trump is how good he. Well, he's an obvious yeah. troll, and the funny thing is to me, I don't think they really. Maybe they don't really understand what trolling means because they always fall for it. So they they on the one hand they say he's a troll and he is a troll. I don't think they know what that means. Sometimes they use troll to mean like uh, they use it to mean Probably. abusive. Right, they just well, use it as a synonym for a. Yeah, well, no, they use it to mean something uh, like a pejorative in terms of he's uh, toxic or something or negative or it's 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 like when they call him a racist or something. It's just them putting him down. But I don't think they actually, just like with a lot of other words, I don't think they actually think about the real meaning of that word. And that's why that's why they get caught in his trolls constantly. It's like if you actually knew that he was a a good troll and you knew what trolling means then why are you falling for it every time but they fall for it constantly <laughs> i know they're it's great I, I mean um you know the word trolling originally came from the idea of uh like fishing right where you troll and you're you put you cast the line out and you're uh now i'm not a fisherman i've fished a few times in my life i can't say i've caught much but uh <laughs> but you're trolling with the line right to catch something he catches them every time they always take the bait yeah, I think I'm not a fisherman either, but it's I think it's when you drag the bait in a way that makes it kind of look like it's swimming in a way, like so that the fish, like it looks like a fish swimming, but it's just your bait. I'm not totally sure someone can, maybe maybe that's not true, but it is a fishing thing and it is about luring fish and that's, that's, what, it, that's what he does really well. Um, so... <sighs> I don't know. Well, this is one of the times people on the left, again, if, the, if, if anyone, I know there are some, there are some people who watch us who, um, who don't, who really, who are, I would say hate Trump as much as the woke left does. And so for those people, I hope at least you can start to see, this is a great example of what I mean when I say I started to realize that he was funny. <laughs> like, right. he's funny. And, and he, he gets them to go bananas over this. And also, weirdly, he got them to defend the terrorists who, he took, who, who we took out. How do you get them to defend? the? It's just like when he got them to defend MS-13. They yep. take the bait, and then they are put in this crazy position, and they go there because, because they will do anything to be opposite of him. So right. if he takes him a so virtuous much. position, yeah, they hate him so much that it's easy for him to uh, – to troll them into aligning themselves with horrible ideas and horrible people. Yeah. Uh.
Nothing else to Never say, Carter. Spend so much time talking about a dog. But. Yeah. Well, he was a good boy. What else is going on in the news? Because, uh, I don't know. I feel like covering a dog is is not sufficient. And you mentioned something else that was interesting to me. Well, yeah, there's been a couple things. Hold on, let me pull this up. Well, one, this is just an update on a purge. We don't have to go into it. But you know the you know the guerrilla street artist Sabo, the conservative street artist. Hmm. He's been banned from PayPal. Oh, just nice. another person who's been yeah who's been banned, um, and that keeps happening. Like it's it's just this it's it's like the purge has become so commonplace that we almost don't even notice it or react anymore. I mean, we as in collect the collective we, not just you and I, but you know, sort of ignore it, and then the people on the left don't even see it, or they think it's justified and and they and they are happy about it because they're so short-sighted they can't see it ever affecting them and because they're unprincipled enough that it doesn't bother them that somebody's being censored as long as it's somebody on the side they don't like right um and just to be clear harlow's still banned mikey's still banned mike harlow's still banned from twitter for nothing well Um, for for wrong thinking no but i mean for according to them for the official reason for nothing Right. Yes. Like they, didn't, they didn't give a they didn't give a uh, reason that was in, intelligible. Right. So, um, okay. So here's an article I wanted to share. Okay. So this is in USA Today, and I like this. Again, I think there is a backlash brewing. I think people are getting sick of woke ideology, and I think they're also starting to recognize the ways that white SGWs are so racist and are, are buying into this racist BS and spreading it as if they're virtuous. So um, progressives, Hispanics are not Latin X. Stop trying to anglicize our Spanish language. And so this goes on to say, um, when Yale professor Sidney Dupree and her colleague analyzed more than two decades worth of political speeches and conducted experiments searching for bias when communicating with racial minorities, they were surprised by what they discovered. According to their report, published this year in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, conservatives generally addressed whites and minorities similarly, but liberals were likelier to modify their speech and, quote, patronize minorities stereotyped as lower status and less competent, end quote. That's not surprising to any of us. No, it's not surprising to us. One more, one more paragraph, and then Dupree cautioned that although liberals might be, quote, well-intentioned, end quote, and, quote, see themselves as allies, end quote, they could be unwittingly contributing to racial division by dumbing down their language. In light of minorities understandably feeling marginalized, journalists, corporations, and politicians would be wise to heed the professor's warning. Instead, they are ignoring it. So here's my thought about this. Of course they're ignoring it, and of course they're doing this, because, like you said, it's not a surprise to any of us, but in case it's not clear to you yet, SJW ideology teaches people to treat people differently on the basis of race, to look at people, to judge them and stereotype them, to talk to them differently and to treat them differently on the basis of race. That's why we say it is a racist belief system. If you are out there pushing this ideology, you're pushing something racist, though you may not believe yourself to be racist. And of course, the study found this, that that you are patronizing people because you're it's the same way with, uh, it's not just about modifying your speech and talking down to them because you assume they're not as intelligent or as, or as bright as you. It's also about uh, 
refusing to engage with them and to disagree with them because you've bought into this BS that like people of color have, you know, you can, if they say something is racist, you can't disagree. Otherwise you will offend them and you, they can't handle it. And it's this, it's this idea that they're fragile. And when, when we disagree, when you and I disagree with someone like, like, uh, 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 well, like that professional SJW who came after us recently, um, who's black, and the, oh, right. the, the woman in the knitting world, April, yep, something. Anyway, that woman, I respect her enough as a person, as a as my equal, to say no. You're full of that. You're full of BS. <laughs> like you're not. I'm not going to be like, oh, but you're a black woman, so therefore I'm not going to disagree with you. That's so insulting and condescending. <laughs> Well, this is the soft bigotry of low expectations. Yeah. Played out totally. in every possible capacity. It means you expect uh, minorities to be more fragile. You expect them to need you to speak in using, I guess, smaller words, apparently, if you're are patronizing speech. You expect them to be unable to um, handle disagreement. You expect them, but we've seen also even from from classrooms, and from teacher training, you're supposed to expect them to not be able to show up on time. You're supposed to expect them to not be able to meet uh, standards that other races can meet. Um, I mean, it's across the board. It's, it's treating them as inferiors. And to be clear, anyone who's not aware of what Carter's talking about, we've touched on this in previous episodes. This is the curriculum that many public high schools are now teaching. They are teaching educators uh, these racial justice and inclusivity programs are teaching educators that you have to treat uh, the students of color differently because like Carter said, they can't be expected to show up on time. They can't be expected to meet the same uh, standards of meritocracy. That's right. All of that is so racist. It's like, it's racist towards everyone. It's racist towards the white kids. It's racist towards the black kids. It's racist towards the Latino kids. It's just treat everyone the same. Don't go in and say, well, this, because of their race, we're unable, these kids are unable to do this and these are expected to do this. And it's just bad across the board. That is, that is, that's one of the saddest things about this belief system to me is that like we've talked about, and like this article mentions the well-intentioned allies, all these well-intentioned people, and I see them on Instagram, the knitting world, there's still some of them in there arguing these well-intentioned white SJWs run around saying and expressing and spreading the most racist beliefs, but they believe they're fighting racism while doing so. And that's really so sad. It's like they, their, their desire to do good has been twisted by this evil ideology. This is why, this is one of the reasons why intentions don't matter a whole lot to me. They matter a little bit, but one of the reasons intentions don't matter a lot to me is um, when you take action, when you decide to take action, especially action that's aggressive towards other people, um, you have a moral obligation to have thought that through and to really have come to those conclusions on your own, not just be following, as Carrie and Jonathan Haidt would say, not just to be following your elephant, not just to be, you know, not just to be doing what seems like is good intention. You, you have an obligation. If you're going to take real action, you have an obligation to have that action thought through. And if you haven't thought through it, um, then you're shirking your responsibility. 
And even if you're doing the right thing, I would say you're still shirking your responsibility. Like you have a responsibility to think through and really understand the, the, the consequences of what you're doing, the principles behind what you're doing. Um, saying I mean well is, is not enough. And it's the excuse of a serial killer. This is where you and I disagree vehemently. I couldn't be more opposed to what you're saying right now. That's fine. I'm just okay. saying. I- well, let me state my case. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it, intentions absolutely matter. They are absolutely important. I, and, and I'm not disagreeing that I, I completely agree with you that you have a responsibility to think through your ideas. Well, don't but- straw man me. I didn't say that they were not important. I said they were not as they weren't very important. They, were, they have may matter a little bit but not, they don't matter much. So don't- Okay, don't well, I'm not strawmanning you. I think they do matter a lot. So okay. you think they don't matter much. I think they matter a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> okay. okay. Can I state why? Yeah. I'm sorry, we're in an argumentative mood today. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather, so I'm kind of grumpy. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. this day's not going to go well then because I'm in a mood. <laughs> okay. Witch. bring me back down with humor okay they really do matter and i and i i just want to i you've stated your opinion i know how you feel and for anyone who doesn't know mine here's how i think what i think about it sjw's often say that intent doesn't matter and they say that because what they're saying is um they will say well it doesn't matter if you intended to say or do something racist it was racist and there, or they will say the, the consequences of your actions were such, or this person felt it as such. And so your intent doesn't matter. And, and so a, I don't like the fact that they do that. And I don't want to be one of those people that says it doesn't matter. But, but aside from that, just on a gut level, it does matter to me because those people who are in the movement with good intent are different than the ones with bad intent. And so that's why it matters a heck of a lot to me because the ones with good intent are the ones who sometimes wake up out of it and you can reach them. And I know we have different goals and reaching them isn't really one of yours. So that's maybe why it doesn't matter as much, but I used to be one of those with good intent. And so clearly I personally feel like it matters a lot and that the, the, my friends who are still in it, the ones with good intent, I have a lot of empathy for them. The ones with bad intent, I don't. The one like that charlatan, the one lady we mentioned earlier, I don't have any empathy for her truly because I think she has bad intentions. And so, I think that is a big, I think that that helps me distinguish between the people who I can possibly relate to and help help guide out of it if they want to come out of it versus the ones who have no interest in being guided out of it because they're in there, they're bad actors and they're in there with bad intentions. So I think we're talking over each other because when you say, when I say it doesn't matter, I don't mean it doesn't matter in how you might approach them. Absolutely, it matters in how you might approach them. And it does matter in whether you can convince them. Like if they're coming at it with a good intent, I agree. It's way easier to like convince them than it is to convince someone who's like coming in with bad intent. What I mean is it doesn't matter from a moral impact on the world. Morally, you've affected the planet in a certain way with your actions. Why you did those actions is not very important. It's not as important as the fact that you did those actions. If I go murder a bunch of people, why I did it is not as important as the fact that I did it. It's an immoral act, and I killed a bunch of innocent people. If I, if I do that, 
my why is important to understand. It's important to understand so that you can prevent people in the future. It's important if I maybe haven't done it yet. It might be important in reaching me if you're a therapist trying to prevent me from doing something like that. But it's not, it's not hugely morally relevant. Um, it's, it's, it's my actions that matter. And that's where I'm pushing back. And, and the fact that the SJWs say intent doesn't matter, yeah, but I don't want to fall into the trap of saying, like, I don't want to do anything that the SJWs do. They breathe air, therefore I'm not going to breathe. Like, yeah, they but do. But I don't that, do that. But they, re, but they replace it. They don't say what matters is objectively whether your action is harmful. They replace intent, your intent doesn't matter with this person's feelings are all that matter. Like, that's an also not true. So there's, there's more than two dimensions to this. That's well, all. I think I can hear what you're saying, but I still disagree because within the case of murder, I, again, I think why a person murders is very important and it matters a heck of a lot because, um, morally. Yes. So, so which is I mean, the, worse? the result is the same, but why that person did it. Some people are redeemable. Some people are not. Well, but, but that's not, that's, that's, you're, again, you're conflating it matters with respect to how you might approach that person. And I said, yes, it does matter with respect to how you might redeem or approach that person. It doesn't matter with respect to the impact on the world. That your impact on the world, what you've done to people is not related to why you've done it. Yes, but for the ones who are redeemable, your future impact may be different. Versus the ones who are not. Sure, but again, I'm not. I'm not talking about whether or not you can reach them. I'm talking about their responsibility. Like, I guess. I guess is here's here's a way to put it. If you believe in punishment for something, it's the action that gets punished, not the intent. I so, agree. So if now there is a, I would give a carve out for like completely unintent, like accidents or whatever, right? But like, if someone is saying, if someone's running around saying. Uh, I'm going to murder you because you're a woman or I'm going to murder you because you're a person of color. Or, I'm going to murder you because you're a barber and I hate barbers. It, none of those really matter. You, you're going to murder someone. That punishment is basically equivalent. We don't care why or we shouldn't care why. You're, you're violating someone's rights. You're going to go, you're, you're murdering someone. It's murder that's wrong and your impact is, is equivalent whether or not you're doing it for one reason or another. And so the reason I'm pushing back on this so aggressively is uh, I don't want to give people a moral pass just because they have good intentions. Yes, we can reach out to them. Yes, they are redeemable, but they don't get a pass morally because they mean well. I'm not giving them a moral pass. I mean, I don't, maybe we are speaking past each other because I don't even know what the F that means. I giving, I'm saying if somebody kills someone, I want to know why they killed someone and if they're redeemable or not. And if someone is in the SJW ideology and pushing racism, I want to know why they're doing it. Is it because they think they're ending racism or is it because they don't? If a murderer goes and kills someone because they hate that person and that's why they did it versus a murderer kills someone because they've been told that that person is a racist who's going to hurt other people, those are two different things. And so it does yeah, really matter. matter for I'm not, for, yeah. Yeah, so a moral pass, what does that even mean? Is, is that a thing? Yeah, it is <laughs> what a thing. That mean? It actually, it absolutely is a thing because there are many people, and maybe you're not one of these people, but there are many people who will, who will um, readily be like, well, 
I'll, I'll, I'll ignore these, this evil this person's doing in the world because they mean well, but I won't ignore the evil this other person's doing in the world, even though it's equivalent evil because they don't mean well. Well, I, you'd have to give me an example because I don't think I do that, but I don't know. I, I don't know if you do that wait. or not. I'm just saying like when I say, when I say moral past, what I mean is, is moral judgment and condemnation of their actions and behavior. It's not withheld because they intended they have. Oh, well, I don't, well, then we agree. I don't, I don't refrain from judging their behavior, but I do take into account their intent and acknowledge their intent as well. I don't ignore their intent. But all I'm saying is that the behavior is, is for moral judgment purposes. It's the behavior that matters. That's all I'm saying. Not the intent for reaching them. The intent matters for judging their actions. The intent is not relevant. Well then take the word moral out because that's where we're getting our stumbling block because for moral judgment, I don't judge. I, I do take into account their intent. For moral judgment, I take into account their intent. So maybe we're using moral judgment in different ways. Yeah, I think we're using moral. And, well, I don't know. I uh, maybe we're not. I mean, this could go on. To, I don't want to have a super long coffee on this, but uh, oh, I will take you down, Carter. I don't. I I don't. I don't know if we're using moral in in the same way or not. But we might be and just disagree. Um, I think it's it's. When I say moral, what I mean in this context is it's not wrong to think of doing something bad or even want to do something bad. It's wrong to do the bad thing. You can, you can think about doing bad. You can want to do bad. But if you stop yourself from doing bad, you don't get moral condemnation. You may want to go work on your own psychology so that you stop thinking about doing bad things. But it's the action that matters morally. Morally, what matters is the action. Now, you may, you may argue that from a religious perspective, your relationship with God is, cares about what's in your heart, and that's your moral relationship with your, your uh, higher being, right? But from a society perspective, what matters is what, what's moral or not are your actions, not your thoughts. And that's one, of the, that's one of the differences between, I think it's one of the differences between Judaism and Christianity, if I understand correctly. Judaism... Um, again, maybe someone can correct me here, but this is my understanding, is in Judaism, there's not a lot of guilt for evil thoughts. There's guilt for actions, but not thoughts. And I think a lot of Christians do feel guilt for evil thoughts. And that's something I don't agree with. Well, I don't feel guilt for, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I don't agree with you that it's a function simply of religion, because when I was agnostic, I still cared about people's intent greatly. I didn't say it was a function of just religion. I said it's right. one of the things that I've noticed that's that you know maybe it could be related to religion, but I, I don't know. But but I, if we're going to live in a world with other people, which is beneficial for everyone, the way that everyone judges, the way that people should be judged is based on their behavior, not based on the secrets of their heart or their intents or whatever. You you judge people based on their behavior. You judge them based on how they affect other people. Right. That's my point. But it matters if you're trying to reach and convince them. I totally agree. It matters. Let's just agree to disagree on this and move okay. on. I thought you were going to destroy me. Oh, I will, but it won't be pleasant for my viewers. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. You're all talk, Mitch. You're all talk. <laughs> no, I just... <sighs> That's all right. We, 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 can, we can have this debate another time if someone wants to. Uh, if someone wants to have us have it. Um, but... I think the Kofefi's long enough. Is there anything else that you, we need to? No. <laughs> <talk about? laughs> Let's take a break.
before deprogrammed. All right, we'll take a break for deprogrammed. You, you want to cast I, a spell on me while you have the power? Uh, I'd like to cast the spell to get you out of your grumpy pants because only one of us can be in grumpy pants at a time, and I'm not taking mine off yet. <laughs> I am in grumpy pants mood. Today. That is true. I think I'm a little bit sick. I think that's why. But uh, I'm kidding. Um, I will be grumpy. I'm grumpy often. We'll be grumpy together. Maybe if we just get on the same side, we can be grumpy at the world. It'll be much better. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Carrie. For a grumpy discussion. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Please don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, share button. We're trying to get to 2000. We're not at 2000 yet. We kind of stalled around 1984, which is ominous. Um, we kind of stalled, stalled right around there on our, our YouTube viewer account. But um, we do want to hit 2,000. So if you can help us out, uh, please like, share, subscribe. And Carrie, let's remind people again, because I frankly haven't started reading the book. When is the book club? I've started it. It's good. You're going to enjoy it, of course. It's uh, Sunday, November 17th. We are going to be doing a live video discussion of the coddling of the American mind. You can go to unsafespace.com and click on our book club link. And it'll take you to a place to buy it that helps us because it's through our affiliate store. And uh, if you want to be a part of the video discussion, you should email us at speak at unsafespace.com. Just don't wear your grumpy pants the day that we talk. <laughs> I'm still wearing my grumpy pants. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs>